Oh, well, hello and welcome back, my gorgeous, delicious, beautiful, powerful listeners. Mm, I'm feeling a little extra sparkly today, and it probably has to do with who I'm talking to. I've just met Kelly Boyer, and we've instantly hit it off. I hit it off with her as soon as I landed on her website and started to get to know her. And so Kelly's with us today, um, another gorgeous female startup, running a business, working a full-time job, being a mom, all the things um, that we find ourselves doing. And Kelly's origin story, and I won't say it all for her, but here's what I I got from it um, looking at her website. This is how well she's articulated it. So Kelly is like in an intuitive and, you know, I would even go to say like a, a medium so she can see the other side and she can speak to them and connect our worlds. And my heart goes out to young Kelly because when you carry this ability with you, it's often misunderstood. And when you're a child, you can't articulate that in a way that us grown-ups will be able to appreciate unless the grown-up has the spark in the heart. And so, you know, Kelly had this amazing gift that, that she couldn't fit into her world. So then the other side, if you will, helped her um, consolidate it. And through some significant events, um, sort of like near death, you know, um, experiences of, of car crashes coming sort of right up to and then around and, and protecting her. And like, it's, it's chilling. I'm covered in goosebumps just in this intro. So, and, and so now Kelly is like completely released and surrendered and self-accepting of all of the things that she is. And in launching her own business and because of her day job, um, she also has this gorgeous ability of systems and, and structures. So you've got this, you know, sparkly astral intuitive ability combined with um, a foundation to house it and to put it all together to serve from. And that is absolutely gorgeous. So welcome to the show, Kelly. Take it away from there. Yeah so much for having me. Um, I really appreciate you highlighting the fact, you know, um, I've always, you know, I have, I've always been this way. I've been very intuitive um, from a very young age. I started seeing spirit, talking to spirit. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought that everybody could see them. They were my friends, you yeah. know, and um, I always, in, you know, when you're, when you're experiencing that, like, like I never felt like I was alone, even though it appeared to other people that right, I was alone. Right. And um, and it's very true as you continue through life and you start getting into your teenage years, <laughs> and you you know you mention that you have this ability to your friends, you know you instantly get labeled crazy, mm -hmm. and that was kind of what I got labeled too in my house. Um, you know, a lot of people who are intuitive would say like they, they a lot of them have the same story where they grew up this way, they expressed it to their parents and it was like, no, no, you're just imagining that those are mm -hmm. imaginary friends. You need to stop doing that. You can't do that as you get older. So truthfully, I really did start suppressing it because of yeah. that judgment. 
suppressing mm-hmm. it in the sense that I didn't share it. So it, it became secret. Yeah. And internalized. Like a, yes, a very yeah. deep rooted secret. But, you know, it wasn't that I stopped using it mm-hmm. because I learned how to use it to be that chameleon, to mm-hmm. um, feel into people and to fit into groups. And so I really did start using it to my advantage secretly, right? Yeah. Um, but also too, as I continued to get into adulthood, you know, you want to talk about like the system side of it. Um, you know, I do come... So part of it, sorry to take a step back, I do come from, um, an, I had an abusive childhood. Mm-hmm. So as, um, and it, I, I say abusive childhood, but it went way into adulthood too, okay. my own family. But, um, you know, we take those struggles and we start learning also how to adapt to the world. So mm-hmm. I really um, dove into psychology, wanting to understand. Yeah, yeah. Behavior. That's right. Um, yes, tell us. That's right. I saw that on your website and I completely blew over it. You've got yeah. a master's of arts in psychology and program design and a bachelor of arts in human development mm-hmm. and integrative somatic parts like badass. Yeah, super badass. And you know, a lot of it is because when you are intuitive, um, you really tap into that um, that empathy side of you. So I can't. It was almost like I could feel other people's pain, and um, I just didn't want people to feel the way that I did. So I really dove in hard into into psychology. I really focused a lot on trauma. How do I heal trauma? I'm going to say from like a societal view, because part of what my healing business is today is I mix, you know, I mix kind of the conventional um, Mm -hmm. modalities with also my intuitive healing modalities. So I'm really Mm -hmm. into quantum therapy and things like that. And I feel like people need that because we live in, we live in a physical world, but we're also very spiritual beings. So um, there needs to be that bridge to just really understand it. Yes, exactly. Um, but, you know, um, how, how it all came together was very unexpected. Um, you know, uh, you know, kind of, as we were talking earlier, um, yes. it was really COVID. <laughs> yes, I know. And I just want to pause because people are going to be like, oh no, the COVID. So listen, y'all, right? y'all yeah. from Canada yeah. saying y'all, um, COVID can be a good thing if you choose to see it that way. Right. So we're just going right. to blow up some some shit here and and <laughs> honor that COVID happened because it helped you release so now take it back and yeah you know, I so, just like to be a rebel without a cause <laughs> yeah and you know when COVID when COVID first started like a lot of us we you know we were really fearful of the unknown we didn't know what was going on like people were people were dying like it was scary yes, very um and you know but the other thing of that too is, is that again, we had to stay at home. So a lot of people started having more time to themselves, going inside, really mm-hmm. getting into their heads. And they started going, wait a minute, this life that I've been living is not what I'm, I'm wanting. Like I'm just living. I'm not enjoying right. what it is that Alive. I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And then they were, and then a lot of people were like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. I really feel like I have another purpose or another path. So then um, I started having people call me and I started doing mediumship readings because, you know, people pass from COVID and other things too. Um, You know, I started doing a lot of intuitive readings because people were like, where am I headed? Like, what am I supposed to do? So in that, um, I started, one of the things 
um, that I realized that I did have a gift for was, you know, I could, you know, I could see people where they were at at point A. I could take, I could tell them what was at point B, but what, but it was everything that was in between that needed that healing or that help or that guiding and that coaching. Um, so then that's really when I fell into my business of really doing, being very intuitive and mm -hmm. also mixing that coaching. So coaching okay. is a lot is also can be very systematic. It can be very, um, you know, designing a lot of like, I call them programs, but I really mm -hmm. feel like they're more like um, guidance to help people mm -hmm. get where they're doing, because um, what we don't realize is to get from point A to point B, we've got to do the things in between to get there. And that's really how it just kind of organically started. Um, then I thought, well, I'm going to put a website together. I'm going to see what mm -hmm. happens. Mm -hmm. And um to my surprise, like in the first month, like I was having clients every week and I thought, wow, wow. this is really great. And yeah. then, and then, um, I had clients asking me, Hey, I want to start my own business. Can you help me with my website? And I was like, well, I can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> great. It was, it was really beautiful how it just kind of all came together. Mm. Um, but you know, with any business, anything mm. that we do, it does ebb and flow. Yes. We have months that are like incredible. And we're like, yes, I'm finally where I want to be. It. And then the next month you're like, hmm, this is a really <laughs> bad hole. <laughs> what happened? Where'd everybody go? Yeah, Let's come back. And then, yeah. you know, and then you start like going, oh my gosh, do I need to change something up? But, um, mm -hmm. but truthfully, it's been a really um, exciting process. And like okay. the whole thing has always been, it's been very exciting. And I've really learned a lot, not only um, about other people, but I've learned a lot about myself in this process. Oh, I love that. Learned a lot about yourself. Like what? So one of the mm -hmm. things that I, the first thing that I really learned about was um, how, how much of, how mental I was when I first started it, meaning that I was really in my head, yes. you know, trying to design this, really try to hear what people were yes. wanting, really trying to, to um, create my business mm -hmm. around what, what everybody wanted. Mm -hmm. And I realized like that was too much. Like that's not. Mm -hmm. I needed to really find that thing that people were needing. And so, um, so again, even though like I, you know, I do intuitive insight, I'm a medium, but it's the healing in between. So I, that's when I started going, okay, how do I incorporate these into mm -hmm. that? And then I wanted to pull my life experience, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, with my mental health background, I wanted mm -hmm. to pull that into it. Um, the other thing that I really learned about myself yeah. is that I don't take breaks. Like uh -huh, uh -huh. I, you yeah. know, I would overextend and I would just go, 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 go. And then I couldn't understand why I'd hit that wall. <laughs> I was yeah. like a puppy. Yeah. I would hit the wall and then die. <laughs> just pass out on the spot. Yeah. Um, so boundaries was really important. Um, yeah, because you have a job, you have a child, you have a life, presumably, <laughs> that you yeah. make time for. <laughs> you know, trying to balance all of it. And really the key to that is self-care. It's mm -hmm. okay to focus on yourself and, and just ask, what is it that I need right now? It's okay to say, no, I'm sorry, I can't do this for you right now, but we can find another time to do it. Um, but that has been really hard for me. I just, it's part of the, the expansion, right? Because um, as we said in the preamble, like this is me, I'm the bull in the China shop. And I will sit at the computer and hammer stuff out 
all day long. Mm -hmm. And when I was doing that in the early years of my business, like I was giving up who I was to serve because like I'm born to serve. That's my programming is like, I got it. You have it. And um, then when I pivoted my business, I, um, it was such a, like a key moment for me because now I valued myself a little bit more and I could say what I have will attract and I don't need to offer it at my expense. People will come to me on my terms because who do I buy from is all badass business people who are doing just that. Like Mm -hmm. Tony Robbins doesn't care what my schedule is or when, or like I live on an Island. He came to Vancouver. So like in Western Canada, we're on this little Island. If you want to join the rest of the continent, you have to hop on a ferry and that ferry only runs certain hours. And Tony Robbins had an event on the other side of the ocean and it, you know, Tony takes hours to come on stage. He's like, he doesn't care that you have to catch a ferry to get home for the next day. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. and, and so you run your business for you in service of others, but not, like I said, not at your own expense. And, and you, you know, it's such a empowering way to welcome people in and then your energy will feel more aligned and like relaxed and um, you'll have more space to show up as a result. And we may be attached to the scarcity of it. So I really want to acknowledge, and if you want to come deeper into that, please do, because it's such an important message. As startups, I know the juiciness of it. Like I, I feel so alive when I'm online in, in my powerful ink world. I'm just like, ah! but I've got a whole other life around me too. And there's, there is time for it all. So I actually want to kind of hit on, touch on two things that you said. So when you talk about, I talked about, you know, just allowing yourself to be who you are, not trying to force what you think everybody else Mm -hmm. needs or wants really is what that Mm -hmm. is. What does everybody else want when when those clients or those people come to you, you're absolutely right. The flow is really there and it's going back and forth. And it's because you're there for the right reasons. They're there mm-hmm. for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And again, that's been a really hard lesson for me to learn um, in this process. There are moments where I'm really in it. And then there's mm-hmm. other moments where I'm like, oh, there's something I need to be doing but you know the something that I need to be doing is exactly what you said it's that scarcity mindset right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, which a lot I hate to say a lot of us have because we've been conditioned to think that way Um, I grew up in a home where you know anytime I said hey mom dad can I do this it was well how much is it going to cost I don't Uh even know if we can afford it So again, I grew up with those beliefs that I took into, you know, adulthood. Um, But that's what it is. Like I start to, I start to feel the panic of scarcity because, you know, it isn't coming. But Mm -hmm. you know what I need, you know, I had um, a girl that I, there's a woman that I mentor with. She's like amazing. And I was having this freak out because, oh my gosh, I was doing really good. And then this month I had like one client. And, um, and she reminded me that, you know, take a breath. It's Mm -hmm. okay. Because even when we are putting ideas and our, and things together, Mm 
Mm -hmm. We're putting that out into the universe. And sometimes we need to be patient enough to allow the universe to catch up, to really manifest that for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I finally embraced that, it was like incredible. Like the next week, my entire week was filled with clients because I let that idea Mm -hmm. of scarcity go. Um, you know, and again, we're all human. So, uh, I go through moments again where I'm like, Oh my gosh. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I gotta take that step back. But, um, it's hard and it's, um, and you know, and it, and it is part of that conditioning that we've had since we were, it is. And like, we feel vulnerable, right? Like we're, we're putting ourselves out there, but really let's, it's not, it's something from us. Mm-hmm. much like if we've had children or you know pets like we love them as a part of us but they are their own beings and so be so proud and, and invested in what you have birthed but recognize some space between you and it and this that it's not a reflection on your worthiness or your talents it's just um a new I want to call it an enigma, but I'm not sure that's quite the right word, but it's a new creation in the world. And it, I'm holding my hands out. Of course, we don't do video with these, but I'm like a very physical talker, but it needs to, to like find its footing in the world. And we are here to cradle and assist it in doing so and appreciate that these things do take time and that everything is a long game and that we, you know, we get so caught up in the business, like you're saying, I love, I love, and I so appreciate Kelly that you ha- that you're talking about the ebbs and flows um, in business because everything ebbs and flows. Sometimes we're having more sex than other times. Sometimes right. we're eating more than other times. Sometimes we're exercising in life more than other times. Like you know, it's it's not um, impossible to be doing so-called everything all the time but generally we do things in waves and so we have to appreciate that business is in waves but in a grander scheme of things in a longer time frame it averages out Mm -hmm. and so we keep that in mind because yes it can feel vulnerable and if it is your only source of income like that's a whole other roller coaster and you know do your money block work because that will support and nurture you as you go forth. Um, But appreciate, you know, that you are launching something and it's not exclusive to business for there to be highs and lows. I, I absolutely, uh, I absolutely agree. Um, You know, part of that too is, um, you know, when we, when we start to panic because we're in like, maybe like the lull of the ebb, of the ebb and flow, right? Um, we, as human beings, we really start putting ourselves way out into yes. the future. Yeah. And, um, and yes, it is it, like, it really is. It's like, it really is a marathon, but when we go mm-hmm. too far, that mm-hmm. it also creates that anxiety that makes us want to, sit there and be like, okay, maybe I need to change something. Maybe this is wrong. Maybe I should get rid of this. Maybe I should start this. Um, but even though we can still have that ability to, to, you know, to put our, you know, to kind of put our energy out into the future, but when we stay present in the here and now, 
and we re- and like for me, I like I really go inside and I'm like, okay, so what's going on that I like that like what's going on? What information do I need to know? A lot of times when I hit that wall, it's because I need to rest. Or, you know, or like those things, are there things that like I, that I haven't um, intuitively seen yet or, Mm -hmm. you know, I I, I have something new cooking, maybe like a a revision or a new product to come out that needs to incubate. Exactly. So it's like, like that's exactly what I was just going to say. Like there's something that's coming (laughs) that I need to wait on because if I did it right then and there in that now moment, there would be some important piece that I would miss. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and again, like, like, you know, I'm not in intuitive mode or mediumship mode 24 seven. Like I am still human. I have a life. I'm a mother. Um, Mm -hmm. I do work like another job where I need Mm -hmm. to be very left brain at. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I'm necessarily tapping into that intuitive side. Um, so there's other things that I need to concentrate on to have experiences here. Right. Yes. (laughs) Um, so sometimes I forget that because um, I love the way that you talked about how we are our own pers- person and we have we have something to give, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that that's you know like um, I hate to say like being in service is twenty four seven. So you know I want to experience things too, but sometimes I forget because yeah. I do have that healer heart and I'm like oh. Yeah. But you know, in that sometimes we neglect ourselves. So big lessons I've been learning really hard. So share some of them. Take us through. How how are you? It sounds like it's um very present. So you have the awareness around it. And you know, also um I'll I'll relate because I have the full-time job I have a four and a half year old <laughs> and then a, a, a teenager stepdaughter and a husband who I adore and like a dog that needs to walk more than there are hours in the day <laughs> so, right? so you know um I I'm working I'm growing through my scarcity mindset around business time and dialing in with the systems that now are becoming softer and more flexible. One of the things I like to say, ladies, is um, structure without constriction. Yes. Oh, that's structure so without, brilliant. I yes. know, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, right here. <laughs> and so, because I know for for the right brain or like the the glowing hearts, it's like, ah, structure, but it's like, you live in a house, you have a fridge, you go to the grocery store, you're using technology. All of these things are structures. So it's a, it's a perception thing. You pay your bills on time. Pay your bills. Like, <laughs> you know, we're, we live in a, in a very heavy culture of, we're not living somewhere in the deep wilds of the world and on top. So um, that mindset shift. Um, but in that, it, it, what I'm getting at is time management time management and a little bit of being organized so that when you come into the business, you know what to do so that you don't work yourself silly, right? That you're not, that you're doing business and not busyness. Um, and for me, that goes into the systems, like the the running checklist. And so what does that look like for you, Kelly? Like, how are you 
creating some of that space and that self-management amongst the busyness, legit busyness of your life and business. You know what? Um, so one morning when I was sitting in meditation, I, it was a morning that I was just, I was just worn out. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I was doing everything constantly. And, um, you know, even in like, I would be woken up in the middle of the night and I would start working because I was like, right. oh my gosh, I've got to do mm -hmm. this. And it was so simple what I heard and the, and what I had heard, I was like, well, what do I need to do? And what, what I heard was, was the word no, like I have to start mm -hmm. using the word no. Mm -hmm. And not only in my business, but also in my personal life, you know, mm -hmm. like I needed if, if it was something that would really overextend me, normally I would be like, okay, I'll do, oh yeah, let's do it. That's what you need. But I realized that like, no is okay to say. And it's been, um, it's still a challenge for me mm -hmm. because- You're going you know, through it right now. Yeah. and You're working uh, that muscle now. Exactly. But, um, and you know, the other thing that the fear that a lot of people have, I've had this, and when you say no, it's like, oh my gosh, how are they going to judge me? What is it going to be their opinion? And so I trusted the guidance I got and I was like, okay, I'm just going to start saying no. I'm going to say no to those things. Like when I feel them and it makes me feel stretched that I'm not going to do it. Um, and then just kind of like, hold on tight and be like, please mm -hmm. don't judge me. Right. But I mean, you know, interestingly enough, when you tell people, no, I'm sorry, I can't do it right there. And you kind of leave it at that. Mm -hmm. No judgment comes from that. Mm -hmm. Like they understand. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's again, still something that I am learning because yeah. I have that fear. If I tell them, no, what are they going to mm -hmm. think? But you know what? It's when I say no, it's because I authentically cannot do it. And mm -hmm. I feel like they yeah. understand that energy. Um, so there is no judgment. There is no shame that should come of it. Um, so I'm really, really trying to learn that word. No. <laughs> and saying no to yourself too. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. for me, oh my gosh, squirrel brain, shiny object, <laughs> want it all, you know, yeah. could just sit in a library for the rest of my life learning. So it's also <laughs> self-management. And we see again, all these you know, attachments to business being different than other things we do in our very adulting adult lives. When is no empowering? Like no to extra cake, no to another drink, no to a date where we didn't, a second date where we didn't have a good time, no to the child who wants to do something that's, you know, not okay. No to the dog who's <laughs> chewing on your slipper. Again, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but recognizing, and I'm going to share this to you, given what your life story has held, you were told no so much that it, and, and not in a positive empowered way. So there is this additional stigma around that word. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because gosh, if, if we're not, held and validated and unconditionally loved as children then it's hard to find it later and we have to work a little bit harder to do that and to come back into self and remember that we are whole even though these things happened mm -hmm. so this is no doubt <laughs> gonna make you so much 
even more of a powerful gift to the world because of what you're going to grow through as a result of learning this lesson. So like you said, you know, we're, you're in it right now, but I'll see you through it to what's next because I can, I can just eat it off of the computer screen from your, your energy. Thank you. I I really sincerely appreciate you saying that, but um, you know, you're so right as a, um, you know, I see these memes or these things that go around and, Mm -hmm. you know, or like they say, you know, everything that we learned in childhood as an adult, we have to unlearn. Mm-hmm. So that we can, you know, that so that we can be free and really be who we are. And really that is so that's the truth, right? As children, we're looking within the world to find those mirrors so we can have something to identify with. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at that time, it's just that's I mean, that truly is what works, right? So if I'm gonna stick my hand on a burning hot stove and I'm told no, <laughs> you know, that's part of it. Or even even growing up, you're absolutely right. Like I was told no constantly um mm-hmm. I was also you know part of that no is to, is also being told that you're not good enough so that's a no um so it's really been and you know and this is I want to say this is the beauty too about the business that I have because not only do I work on other people's healing but like mm-hmm. I get healing from yeah, it too of course and um so having to like undo all of that programming all that limited beliefs all that conditioning um to really um appreciate and um see my own value is really what's most important Mm -hmm. because when you can see that in yourself Mm -hmm. um, others will see that and those are the people that will come to you and you don't have to prove anything. You don't have to be like, I'm, you know, I'm this miracle worker. I will work 24 seven to give yes. you whatever you want. Um, and that's, I guess that's an, also another lesson that I've really been going through is what's my value? Like everybody has beautiful value. Everybody mm-hmm. has their own unique soul signature that really sings like what is mine and how do I mm-hmm. appreciate that? And um, it's been, it's been a very long healing journey for myself as well. <laughs> and but, your business is the place that you will practice that. Yes, very much. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you already are. It's the training ground. Like that is, you know, I think this is, uh, I don't want to overquote, but I've, I've started dropping some really cool shit. Thank you divine universe for allowing me to transmit messages um and it's the business is the playground for our souls to expand and train if you will and that is a healthy way maybe to you know position between the two or 3d and the 5d to understand the connections and that balance of of i don't know the physical world and the cosmic world and in there we can explore and refine and test and train and and grow um and rise to the challenges and um in that it improves our ability to make impact and it's like a win-win it's like the full circle right so in order to give you need to be able to receive (laughs) and share it's got to come back or it's not a circle and and I don't know how else to describe this energy, not to limit it to a shape, but like it is this reciprocal thing that it has to go out and come back to somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah. So I agree with that. So a lot, you know, I have, I do have a lot of friends that are healers and one of the common themes is, you know, a lot of people will just give, give, give. And, um, and that when I first started out, that's what I was doing because my mindset was the, well, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And I remember I had a friend going, well, what are you receiving? And it was Uh, almost like, what supposed to get you that? What are you talking about? Receiving and, you know, receiving is very hard for, Mm -hmm. receiving Mm -hmm. is hard for a lot of people, whether Mm -hmm. we're talking about energetically or, you know, even when we receive a compliment, people are, you know, people are like, Mm -hmm. oh, you look really nice today. Oh my God. It took me forever to look like this. You know, (laughs) like we can't, it's like, we can't receive that. So um, when she said that to me, I really had to like think about that. And I was like, I don't receive, mm-hmm. I don't receive, I wasn't receiving in my business. I mm-hmm. wasn't receiving in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, even, you know, like, like we talked about, like even in my full-time job, I wasn't mm-hmm. even receiving in my full-time job. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, again, so many lessons, everything is an experience. And when we can look at it for the experience that it is, it does help us grow and evolve. And um but, you know, when she said that to me, I was like, I really do want to receive, oh. like, I, I want some of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I started <laughs> accepting that, when I, awesome. when I finally got over the hump and said, yes, <laughs> I can do that, um, again, that goes back to the beautiful thing, because, you know, I'm giving out healing, and mm-hmm. I'm receiving healing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, it really is a beautiful thing, and I don't even think my clients realize um, you know, I always tell them like, I'm so grateful that you came to me, Yeah, yeah. but I don't think they really understand um, the fullness of that, yeah. of that comment, because, you know, we may be working together and I may be guiding you through stuff, but you have mm-hmm. no idea like what you're giving back to mm-hmm. me energetically. That's right. And that all goes into my heart where I can hold it near yeah. and dear and just really grow from it. Yeah. So I do appreciate every single one of my clients, whether, mm-hmm. you know, we have a, a day where things flow amazing and it's mm-hmm. like the easiest thing, or even when we run into challenges and we work through them, um, all of it to me is just beautiful. I'm so I, yeah. I am, I'm so grateful for it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so when, I mean, it's beautiful. So in, in this clients, you're talking about, we'll, we'll shift into, um, you know, the other, the other sides of it, uh, marketing, I love to talk about marketing. Okay. <laughs> and um, because the energy, the foundations, the self lessons, um, you know, lead us through finding our people. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we take that connection. And so you have that gratitude in your heart. So that energy will come with you as you welcome people into your world um but in the two or 3d where do you find them how do you do your marketing like what's your platforms what where what's worked for you and what you know what did you maybe adjust like are you doing email marketing is it social media is it even are you doing in-person events how is that looking I'm like so yes but you know what you know what's so interesting is when I first started my business I was like I'm gonna start doing the Facebook ads I'm gonna start doing Instagram ads I'm gonna try doing Google ads and it because it felt so forced nothing Mm -hmm. I got Mm -hmm. nothing from it (laughs) 
And then, um, but I, was, I mean, I was still getting clients. So then I was like, well, how are these clients finding me? And a lot of it was word of mouth. Uh-huh. I still, the majority of my clients come from referrals or word of mouth. Cool. And um, to me, I feel like that's like the highest compliment that you can get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, and so now instead of trying to force all the ads, I do, I, I mean, I am on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, <clears throat> I even um, there's like, I do, I do some promoting for my business on Facebook, but really what I'm promoting in, in any service job is you're really selling yourself. Like people mm-hmm. come to you because they like you, they trust yes. you. Yeah. So I really try to um, post things that are more about my personality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there is sometimes there's like this, this idea that like, if you're like an intuitive or a medium, you have to be like this certain way. Yeah. And people think that yeah. like, maybe like you're really yeah. kind of like the, like the word is like woo woo, right? You're yeah. very, yeah. you're, you know, all you crystals do is, and yeah. sage and flowy <laughs> skirts. And all you do is sit in meditation all yeah. day, but yeah. that's not true. Like we yeah. are human too. Like yeah. we have, <laughs> we have a human side to us. So I really try to, um, to balance that, you know, I want to share um, mm-hmm. some of my intuitive wisdom, but I also want people to see that I'm human. Like, mm-hmm. like I've gone through breakups and heartache and, yeah. you know, I get, I get pissed off when I get an unexpected bill in the mail and yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? Why are they sending me this? You know, um, I get angry. Like, mm-hmm. we, you know, I, again, I'm human. So I really try to share that. I do the same thing on Instagram. So a lot of times what you'll see that's on my Facebook also mirrors with yeah. on my Instagram. Yeah. Um, the other way is I do a lot of emailing. Um, okay. And I really do enjoy doing that because, you know, I'll send out like news articles or I'll talk about what's upcoming, but really what part of that email is it gives me an opportunity to use my creative writing side Mm -hmm. to you know share experiences that I've had or you know to like give like intuitive insights um in fact I'm going to be sending out an email mailer here in the next week just talking about an experience that I had with a potential client that Mm -hmm. actually really kind of spun me out of control for about a week um but that's the human side of me right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and running a business and letting people know like hey like like I have these things too yeah but now this is this is you know I want to this is what I stepped into in learning that so um I would like I mean in all honesty you know you know when we talk about our business ebbing and flowing marketing ebb and flows too right so you could have something that's working for you for like the last Mm -hmm. three months and then Mm -hmm. it's just like bam Mm -hmm. changes Um, but the one thing that has always remained consistent for me is that word of mouth, those referrals. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. That's really good. So I want listeners to really hear that because, um, you'll often hear me say that the online world is there to sell us something, to sell us a a magical switch that's going to open the floodgates, but you are the magical switch. So find the right one for you out of the buffet of what's available. And, you know, I haven't been doing email marketing because I'm just like, oh, that is which way to go. (laughs) Kind of trying to find my center around that. But Kelly, when you're talking about that, all of a sudden, boom, hit me in the head, message received. 
but it's a way to speak directly, more directly to my people, whether or not my my cute little email list is, you know, has the $10,000 in it or not. Um, they're just a little bit more personal, right? Because I'm already in their inbox and I can probably have more of like what would feel like a one-to-one -one conversation with them that way and the message can always can can be the same across the different platforms but that that was just a good reminder to me of you know that um the more closeness in email communication and that it doesn't necessarily have to be fancy so like just for the sake of of emailing, um, I'll get really hard skills here. I run my website through Wix and it has an email um, emailer option in it. And I've really scaled down how many different apps to use, the fewer the better in my mind, because like I'm one person. <laughs> I who's agree. got a shit ton of shit going on in the rest of the world here. You know, I'm not just running my business in my pajamas all day. <laughs> so, and so, through my website, it's easy because I just have one platform to log in. It allows me to do a lot of things. I pay, you know, a, a modest, I don't know, $500 a year or something for all the crap that's in there. And it gives me um, um, metrics, right, of responses and opens and things like that. So yeah. these are, are good ways of touching my email um, behind the scenes to see what it looks like and and it's super guys it's super encouraging when you look at those even if even if you have five people in your email list and four of them is like your best friend your, right? your adult child your mom and like your old teacher who loved you <laughs> they're all opening your email when you look at their metrics and it's like 90 percent click rate you're like <laughs> It builds your energy. So, yeah. you know, don't be like, don't be scared of, of that stuff. And then appreciate how that can feed you to keep going. And I'm saying this, I think to myself, as much as just to share a little bit more of um, the, the businessy, boringy admin <laughs> side of things, because actually it can be a lot of fun back there. Mm -hmm. I, so, um, so I, I want to go back on when you're like, you know, you can see like your matrix. So um, I really encourage people to look at those because, um, you know, when you send out an email and you do find like, you know, so here's just an example. When I send out a marketing email where it is a little bit more on the salesy side, like mm -hmm. I'm offering this discount, like come visit my store, <laughs> um, the, the open rate is awful. <clears throat> when I when I put a story out there mm -hmm. about something that happened or you know or I just want to share some like intuitive information like the the open rate is like it is, is incredible and of course just you know if we're talking about marketing when you do send out an email you know at the bottom of it you can kind of you know put an offer I'm offering this discount but really what people are wanting is they want, they're wanting you. They want to know yeah. about you. They want to know that they can relate to you. Um, so I really um, cut back on like, I guess the salesy emails and just really started sharing more uh, about myself. And then 
and then clients come. The other thing that I feel is important for people to understand is, yes, you have this email list, right? And it is an intimate number of people that you can go to directly. But don't negate the fact that when you touch one of those people on your email mm-hmm. list, it doesn't mean that they don't forward that email to someone yeah. else who they're like, <laughs> oh, like so-and-so may need this. That's right. And then what happens <laughs> is, of course, they, you know, they, a lot of times they come into, onto your list or they become one of your clients. That's so, the word of mouth that you're talking about yes. is past the potato. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, through email. Yeah. So um, I just, you know. I don't think that there's, I really, I like, I fully believe, I don't feel like there's any marketing that can be bad, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but really find what works for you. And I suggest um, really, really um, honing that in to make mm-hmm. it like the best for you to really have it work in your favor. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like it all comes back to sales is sharing your message. So forget the, you know, sticky judgment pieces around it. You're a business, own it. You've got something really fucking cool to offer. Get out there and offer it. That's it. And not so much, I don't want to say throw spaghetti at the wall, but appreciate like, you know, I'm, I'm a few years in, but I have worked in a one-to-one capacity and they were people that I knew or that found me. So I I didn't have to do any marketing per se for it. Mm -hmm. Now I've changed my business model a little bit and eventually I'll do my episode ladies. I know I'm putting it off. Okay. (laughs) Sit here and talk about myself for half an hour. Ah! Um, But in, in changing the, the way that I offer my talents and gifts, it's brought me into a new place of exploring my messages and I resisted marketing and all of that. And now I'm just like, oh, dude, just do something and playing with it and experimenting and fine tuning, like for me, really, in how I want to express what I want to say, how I want to say it. And that has brought in all kinds of new activations in in receivership. So the detachment has been um you know, a great exercise for me. And just you know, like we talked about earlier, knowing that it's a long game, that it is a real a long game. And even when I write amazing shit now and I'm like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know in three years I'll be like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, I've done the same thing where I'm like, oh, I'm all this thing is like, I'm gonna put this out. It's gonna be so good. And then I go back and look at it and I'm like, mm, I, I yeah, I gave a good effort. <laughs> <laughs> like we grow and the only way uh-huh. we grow is through taking that action, is through exactly. practicing, right? Muscles don't get stronger by sitting all day. Like you have to work them. So that's what we're doing when we're working on our messaging and things. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have to go wake up kiddo. So Kelly, <laughs> wrap this up. No, no, wrap this up like pressure wise, but just bring us to um, a beautiful close here. Share if there's anything that you want to promote or, you know, where we can follow you, what what gorgeous things you have for us um, in the Kelly Boyer world. So, you know, if you really want to find out more information about me, uh, you can definitely come to my website at www.kellyboyer.org. 
Um, you know, if you ever, if you go to my website, and you ever have any questions. Uh, the one thing that I, I, it probably sounds crazy that I absolutely love are consultations, just talking yeah. to people and getting to know them. Um, I would love to talk to you, but you know, you can find me on Facebook. Um, my, my call sign on Facebook is at kellyboyer.org. Um, it's the same thing on Instagram, kellyboyer.org with an underscore after it. So you can, you can definitely, um, you can find me, but, um, yeah. We'll put that all in the show notes. And I also appreciate that you've made them all the same. Very smart <laughs> branding. Okay, I ladies. really tried to make it so let's work harder, not harder. <laughs> yeah, the characters and the things. You standardize whether you're going to use TikTok or not. You go out and you get your handle. You plant your flag on that so that you right? have it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, you know, Kelly, I'll, I'll say as we um, sadly have to wrap up, um, you really strike me as like, I am a live person behind this business. Mm -hmm. So I am available to you come to me come to me and let's just see because obviously you don't want to work with everybody and um but you do really want to work with those that you want to work to so you have an open door and like we're real people here right we're not just these we're not just these automated emails and these flashy instagram posts like we're actual real people with a a heart and an energy that wants to reflect in you yeah. the the listener the potential client the the friend that the listener knows yeah that's that's very true um yeah, I always want people to like, I, I, again, going back to the consultations, that's why I love consultations, yeah. because um, I want someone to, um, to understand that yes, I am human, I'm somebody who really does have a loving heart who wants mm -hmm. to help you. But I'm also again, that somebody that, you know, um, you know, I have a house, I pay bills, mm -hmm. I, I get angry about the person who cut me off on the road, like, <laughs> like, we're still human. And um, I feel like the most important piece when we're doing this work is being relatable. So people, mm -hmm. you know, people say, yeah, oh, yeah, like, like she, she can really help me, but I really resonate with her because, you know, my teenage son is, is exactly like her teenage son or, you know, um, I, she was having a bad day the other day. It's okay for me to have a bad day. Yes. You know, it's just really, yes. it's just really being able to relate to people. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. um, that's really what I want to do. Even, I, even in my sessions, my sessions aren't, <laughs> They are, you know, we talk about structure. I have an idea of how they're mm -hmm. going to go, but then I do let it flow and it's just mm -hmm. very calm and casual and, you know, we can have a conversation. Um, I just want people to feel comfortable being themselves and yeah. knowing that I'm going to accept them any way that they are. Yeah. So, and that's what I, and of course I want people to accept me for the way that I am. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> you know, you again. Mm -hmm. that give and receive right that give and receive that's exactly <laughs> that, it See, that's we're in the goal. same we're in the same space out there in the cosmos yeah. right now I love it oh, I'm, I'm honored to meet you I'm thrilled to, to have connected our worlds and I look forward to you know maintaining some online oh, friendship yeah. connection for sure you're just such a beautiful soul Kelly thanks for joining me today oh my 
my gosh, thank you so much, Mia, for having me right back at you. Like <laughs> you have a, a like this incredible light. So um, oh, yeah, thank you That's so much. That's here on my desk. Oh wait, I'm not receiving <laughs> a compliment. <laughs> I do have a light. Thank you, darling. Thank you for seeing the light in me. I see the light in you. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs>